What's up, students, and welcome to the With You podcast, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Even though we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Phoebe and Tony. Yesterday, we had our first ever episode of the With You podcast, where we got to unpack our passage by reading it, which is Luke 22, 24 through 27, and then prayed together. So I want to encourage you, if you actually haven't listened to that yet, you should go back and do so. Yeah, we're encouraging you to listen to these weeks in order, starting with Sunday and ending with Thursday's podcast. So even if that feels like you're a little bit behind right now, go ahead and listen to Sunday's first. We created this for you. We want to help you pursue Jesus from farther away. And so please use this to your advantage, whether that's listening to it every day or waiting till Thursday and cranking through all of them or however you'd like. It's Monday, which means that today we're going to be unpacking the context and the background behind Luke 22. So, Tony, what is happening here when we've read this passage in Luke 22? So, in Luke 22, in this passage, verses 24 through 27, it's actually the night that Jesus is about to be arrested before he goes to the cross. And so, he's having his final meal with the disciples. In just a few verses before verse 24, Jesus alludes to the fact that one of his disciples is going to betray him. And now we know that that's Judas, but the other disciples had no clue. And so they start really second-guessing everyone else in the room, claiming, well, who do we think would actually do it? And it seemingly leads up to this point where they're pointing fingers and claiming, it wouldn't be me because I believe I'm the greatest in God's eyes. (laughs) It sounds a little silly, but... Also a little relatable. How does Jesus actually approach this situation? I believe he approaches it in the way he always does. He flips the disciples' expectations upside down. You see, he compares his kingdom or his way to Gentile kings. And really, the the word Gentile, whenever you hear it, you should just think of not Jewish. In the Old Testament, the, the people of God are seen as the Jewish people, and Gentiles is a word for everyone else. And so... Jesus is addressing the disciples by saying, you think you understand authority and power because of the ways you've seen these other kings rule, really by the decisions that they've made, the way that they have exercised their power, and really by getting everything they've ever wanted. But that is not the way in my kingdom. Actually, the youngest and the ones who serve are the ones who are the greatest sounds like Jesus is redefining authority for his disciples here. Yeah, in a way. We see that authority is power to justly command and lovingly care for other things and people. Jesus says and even shows to the greatest capacity that true authority is found by serving. As a rabbi or religious teacher deserving respect and honor from his students, this is a pretty radical claim that he's making to his students. But even more so, as Jesus is fully man and fully God, this truth is life-altering. Tony, thank you for unpacking the background behind this uh, piece of scripture that we got to read, because it's really going to help us tomorrow when we look at the main point of this passage in scripture. We look forward to continuing with you as we dive even deeper into Luke 22. Remember, let's be real as long as it's called today before God and with others. Take care. Take care.